0: We all know how hectic Christmas is, and it seems to be getting more and more hectic every single year. But you know what? Mary and Joseph, they had a really hectic Christmas too that first night when they walked into Bethlehem together. There was a difference, though. Today, the pace of our Christmas celebration leads us in one direction— And what they did and experienced on Christmas led them in a completely different direction. And that's what this episode is all about. This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. It's Christmas! So much has gone into this day. Like an overstuffed stocking hanging by the fireplace, we push and pack it so full that the seams almost burst. And so do we. (laughs) By the time Christmas Day is over, most of us have decorated a tree, wrapped dozens of gifts, written cards, baked cookies, sung carols, visited Santa watched It's a Wonderful Life or a Miracle on 34th Street or White Christmas. We have toured the city looking at lights, spotted a deer-drawn sleigh, eaten turkey or ham, cooked pies and yams, and shopped till we dropped. Finally, when all the gifts lay open and the day is done, we exhale realizing that once again, somehow, we managed to squeeze it all in. Still, when Christmas Day draws to a close, there often seems to be something missing. We feel an emptiness inside somehow. What did we forget? Somewhere amid the hustle and bustle, our own Christmas spirit dried up. But you know what? As I look back some 2000 years ago, 2020 or so years ago, I see Mary and Joseph keeping busy, too. They prepared for this special event in a crazy busy time. Mary went to visit Elizabeth and then returned home just in time for Caesar's decree. She had to packed quickly for the trip to Bethlehem and took off again on the journey with Joseph. Once in that crowded city of David, they hurriedly searched for a place to stay, unpacked in the stable, and then, surprise, the labor pains began. The birth. Then, entertaining shepherds and tales of angels and praising God for his goodness. You can hear the tenor of the time through the words of the shepherds that night. Come on, they said, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They ran to the village and found their way to Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby in the manger. What a hectic time for this young couple. Yet they knew nothing of emptiness. Jesus was the complete culmination of everything they had done. He was the ultimate fulfillment of their busyness. All that God had set in motion pointed the world to his son on that first Christmas day. Today, though, The world points us away from Jesus, even at this time of year. Don't let Jesus' birth get lost among the wrapping paper this year. Instead, make time. Find ways to honor his birth like the treasure it truly is. No other gift shines so brightly under any tree, anywhere. This baby, who was born under the prophecy of a star, gave you the most remarkable gift of all, a gift which he placed under a cross, the gift of his life. When you open that gift for yourself, you receive a new birth and a new life. Who could ask for more? Who can give you more? That reminds me of one of my favorite poems that I recently uh, uncovered again by Paul Lawrence Dunbar. It's called Christmas Carol. Listen to (laughs) the joy of this poem talking about all that surrounded Jesus' birth that first Christmas. Ring out, ye bells, all nature swells with gladness of the wondrous story the world was lorn, but Christ is born to change our sadness into glory. Sing, earthly, sing! Tonight a king has come from heaven's high throne to bless us. Hand o'er all the land is raised in pity to caress us. Come at his call, be joyful all. Away with mourning and with sadness. The heavenly choir with holy fire, their voices raise in songs of gladness. The darkness breaks and dawn awakes, her cheeks suffused with useful blushes. The rocks and stones in holy tones are singing sweeter than the thrushes. Then why should we in silence be? When nature lends her voice to praises, when heaven and earth proclaim the truth of him for whom that lone star blazes. No, be not still, but with a will, strike all your harps and set them ringing. On hill and heath, let every breath throw all its power into singing. If I threw all of my power into singing at Christmas time, the song it would sing is joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her king yes the king came as a baby in a manger hallelujah and merry christmas to all This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding him in the small stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God who meets you in real life ways every day.